I can start it because, uh, you know, there is a short time always. The title is intriguing because uh, we are speaking about uh, male infertility and the effect on COVID-19 and the, this type of new drugs or product that are not vaccine. We use the terminology that is more correct is mRNA transfecting agent who hijack the human cells to produce some proteins who are not natural, alien or synthetic proteins. So we enter in the area of synthetic biology. And when we are interface on the human reproduction on that, we have a big trouble. I starting from the conclusion of my presentation, please, the next slide. The fifth, 15. Okay, okay. Uh, we give the recommendation of our organization that this World Academy of Biomedical Science and Technology, founded an NGO founded under the edges of UNESCO in 1997. We are the only NGO on the United Nations, who is in charge of biomedical technology for application for knowledge transfer. Okay. What are, okay. What we have learned from the COVID-19 and the vaccination campaign? First, that the human tests are completely impaired after the use of these transfecting agents. It are all the studies that are done in the world confirm that the testes are human testes are impaired for different reasons. A normal reason, there is a, a guideline in which all the male hormone testosterone is progressively reduced, not only in SARS-CoV-2, but also during the, the period of vaccine. Second, it was an impairment of the spermatogenetic process, that is the process to produce spermatozoa into the testes. And third, there is a damage on the microvascular level of the testes. This creates a disruptive mechanism on the thermoregulation of the human testes. You must learn that to have a good regulation of the mechanism of the spermatogenetic process, you must have a low level of temperature. When people said, but this type of virus work very well when there is a low temperature. No, it's not true. This is a false idea because Ralbarich created the thermal resistance SARS-CoV-2 in his laboratory in 2002. So we have strains of this type of virus who are thermal resistant and they increase during the, the second part of the pathology in SARS-2, in COVID, and also after the vaccine, when you have the fever reaction on that, an increase of the temperature, so you can activate the virus or the spike protein that is into the testes. So this leads to acquired infertility with severe oligoasteronospermia just to the azospermia people become azospermic in their ejaculate. This creates a problem in terms of assisted reproductive technology, in terms of the need to do a biopsy of the testes before to put these people into this type of protocol. And they increase during the, 
the second part of the pathology in SARS-2, in COVID, and also after the vaccine, when you have the fever reaction on that, an increase of the temperature, so you can activate the virus or the spike protein that is into the testes. So this leads to acquired infertility with severe oligoasteronspermia just to the azospermia. People become azospermic in their ejaculate. This creates a problem in terms of assisted reproductive technology, in terms of the need to do a biopsy of the testes before to put these people into this type of protocol. That's right. When you look at the, on the alteration of the sperm parameter, we can be a little bit confident because this, uh, this uh, alteration of the sperm parameter are not permanent, seem not permanent. They can be regularized in a period of two cycles because the spermatogenetic process is a 74 day. So in two cycles, we have a normalization of the sperm on this type of patient. This is a, a good thing. But the inflammosome of the testes, so that the pattern of the inflammation of the testes remains. So this type of patient presents recurrency during the time. If you follow one year, two years after, they have a recurrency of the inflammatory process of the testes. They put a question. There is a virus into, there is the spike protein into, how we can manage that. So we have the need to study the sperm into ejaculate, but also to do biopsy on the testes to analyze the impact. Okay. There is another aspect that no people don't consider. The study from the Chinese people from the beginning of the epidemics show that the SARS-CoV-2 touched the germ stem cells of the testes. So that the, the cell who produce the, on the line the spermatozoa at the end. So you incorporate in German stem cells the virus, but you can incorporate also the message of uh, the vaccine, the nucleotide message that can arrive into the German stem cells. And this creates a retrotransposomic process that can have an effect also on the offspring. Because we have a study on the animals, on mice, which we show that this transmission of the vaccine can enter into the first generation and second generation. This is a very huge problem in terms of how we can take in charge the problem of impairment of infertility into the couple. Because this is a generic mechanism on germ stem cells and the transmission, the epigenetic transmission on the offspring. Is another aspect that uh, when the testis has uh, this inflammasome process, uh, change the regulation of the genes into the testis. Human testis, there are genes so regulated the pattern of reproduction whatsoever from the sexual and gender side, but there are genes who are linked to the immunological process because the testis is a very secured environment from, is a protected environment from the immunological process. So you have a gene ontology on single cell transcriptome analysis can up-regulated versus down-regulated differentially expressive genes. This means that if you do a biopsy on patient who is infertile, 
who was sick for COVID. And after he has a vaccine effect on reduction of the spread. You have the need to measure what is the impact on gene regulation specific for the testis and more generally on the immunological privilege of the human testis barrier. Very complex problem. And if I tell you that today we don't have any way to study that in a correct way because it's complicated. Okay, go. Go. Oh, sorry. Okay. Naturally, the social, ethical, and legal implication of the assisted reproductive technology to assure safety protocol on the gametes and the embryo must be reevaluated now with this approach with the synthetic biology and transfecting genomic by processing in human. And this can be regulated under one thing that is fundamental, the Human Rights Charter on the Protection of the Integrity of the Human Genome. We cannot escape from that. Because when we enter in human reproduction, we have the need to, to discuss how we can impact on the human genome with this transfecting agents with the genomic activity. When we enter in human reproduction, we have the need to, to discuss how we can impact on the human genome with this transfecting agents with the genomic activity. So our proposal, and we finish with that for the conclusion, is we have the need to create an international consensus conference on human fertility and reproduction after this long campaign from COVID, this campaign after vaccine, and eventually can be promoted by the European Parliament, because this is a very important issue on the fertility of the population for the future. We can share that. We have launched in September 27-28 the World Humanity and Health Forum. And we put humanity because our goal as a medical doctor is protect the humanity of people, the life of people. This is the great message. Okay, we go on the... On the first slide, please. I go very fast on that only to show some element. Go, go, first. Okay, no, no, first. <coughs> no, the first slide, please. Oh, the beginning, oh, the beginning. Okay, no, no. Okay, no, no, no. Come on. No, the first of the line of the slides. Okay, you go on the second, I go. No, no the first slide, please. First? Yes, okay, no, no. <laughs> okay, this uh, only to give a good message. Chronic viral infections are very common. We have more than 27 viruses who enter on the human testes, on the human sperm. So we, are, we have a knowledge to manage this type of chronic infection, as HIV in the past, etc. So this is not a problem for us to manage the protocol. No. Hi. No, no, it's not that. Okay. Te 
stresses for definition are viral reservoir for the human being. So stresses are very central for male fertility power. You must understand that because this is a concept that is always under, uh, they give all the fault. Okay. I go on one thing. Okay, only that. This is the pattern that the Chinese have done in January of 2020 when they studied the receptor expression AC2 TMPRSS2, that is the androgen receptor, and the furin receptor of the furin cleaver site in male, in male and female. So, Chinese knows from the beginning the impact of the androgenic factor on the virus and why the insert of furin was very important for the virulence of the virus on male and female reproduction factor. Why they do that? Because they considered that uh, this virus was uh, a bioweapon with uh, some ethnic effect and fertility effect too. I stopped it on that, on this message, if you wanted, but we have all the information from the beginning from the Chinese people on the pattern of uh, the expression of the virus on the fertility problem on men and female. So if you have seen the first period when it was SARS-CoV-2, it was a high incidence of many people for the androgenic and virulent effect. And after with the vaccine, we have a prevalence on female for many metrologic other type of things. So the two things have a big impact on human reproduction and also on sex gender specificity. This is the message that I want to tell you today. Thank you to your assistant.